Welcome to Mama Wears Pants with community hosts, Melissa and Lauren. We're two mamas who first met when we were pregnant and about to embark on the wild and crazy adventure of motherhood. Here, we talk about topics that reflect what it means to be a middle-aged mama in a chaotic world. If you're ready to join a community of mamas committed to personal growth, meaningful connections, and real conversations, apply to join us at mamawearspants.com. Hello, and welcome to Mama Wears Pants. I'm Melissa, and I'm joined today with community co-host Lauren and our guest for today, Stephanie Hernandez. How are you two ladies doing today? Hello. Well, thank you. How are you? I'm good, good. Glad to have you both here with me today. Um, this, this week, we're doing something a little bit differently. Usually, we talk about the monthly theme um, that we're focused on within our Mama Wears Pants community. But with May being, with this being a new month and, and with May being Mental Health Awareness Month, Stephanie and I have connected on this topic before. And of course, uh, Lauren and I have talked about mental wellness um, just as recently as last, uh, last month. So this is a uh, mental health and mental well-being is, is really important to us as mamas and as women. So Stephanie and I were connecting just recently and talked to you about, you know, recording this podcast together. So that's what we're going to be focusing on today, uh, mental health, mental health awareness, in particular for mamas and how we, you know, navigate some of those challenges. So thank you, Stephanie, for, you know, being willing to share some of your experiences and story with us today. And Lauren, um, of course, I know you've shared in the past as, as well as I have. So I really feel that's the way, that's one way for us to connect and learn from each other is, you know, sharing our authentic lived experiences um, as we're comfortable because not everyone is comfortable doing that and that is okay. So Stephanie, if you can um, tell us a little bit, what's, why is it important for you to share your personal experience with mental health? Okay, so. Okay, Stephanie, so can you share with us a little bit about why is it important for you to share your personal experience with mental health in particular? I think, you know, in the Latino community, it's something that we don't talk about. It's something that, you know, is taboo. And I think it's important for us to talk about that in order for us to be able to heal, you know, um, we have to, you know, we have children, so we don't deserve, they don't deserve a broken version of us. You know, they need us whole and complete. And if we break that stigma, then we can you know, help ourselves heal and, and move forward in life in a healthier, more, you know, safer way. Yeah. And, um, with your, um, you know, you, you're a mama of a daughter, right? And, and she's, a, she's a, I guess, what, a young adult now? Yeah, she's 28. <laughs> she's oh almost, my gosh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still, I still think, I, you know, I'm literally thinking of her like 20 years ago or, or, or you know, when she was like 20 or something because I didn't get to say this in our intro, but you and I connected initially through Hispanic Austin leadership. So that was probably about eight years ago or something, I think, right? Is that what we said? Probably. So I, I guess I still think she's like 20 or something. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, so what do you, you know, how do you speak with your daughter about, you know, mental health, your mental health, like how she's doing, like, how do you, what, how do you kind of address that? Because uh, you're right, there's, there can be a lot of stigma around this. Um, some people don't really understand depression. They don't understand anxiety. Um, they certainly don't understand suicidal ideation or anything like that. You know, some, uh, 
you know, it's just all about us being well and, and mentally well. And in some cases needing help, needing support, but how do you talk to your daughter about um, those challenges, things that you faced? And well, I let, I let her know that, you know, first of all, it's okay not to always be okay, but it's also not okay to get stuck in a rut. Um, you know, I've been guilty of that myself, but when we get to that point, that's when we need to know, you know, like the, the signs of it, um, you know, sleeping, you know, you're disengaged, you're not eating or eating too much, um, you know, know the signs. And once you start noticing the signs, then you reach out, um, you know, reach out to your friends, reach out to your family, and you put yourself in a mindset, you know, to think positive, um, you know, investing in self-care, you know, cutting down on all the extra stuff that you have to do. And, um, you know, just like positive affirmations. And then, you know, one of the big things now is um, reducing your time on social media, because sometimes that can be a trigger for some people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just letting her know that, uh, you know, uh, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I like how you said, yes, I, I hear you. Uh-huh. I like how you said looking out for those, Hello? you know, kind of signs. Yes. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Um, I think it's like you said, looking out for those signs, like, you know, our signs are different. You know, and so I think that's one thing and and it takes practice, but knowing yourself, knowing yourself and knowing like kind of what indicate what's indicating that you might, you know, be slipping down and kind of getting into that rut or getting to into a into a place that's not supportive, right? Getting into a more negative space. Um, And by all means, you know, with depression and anxiety, a lot of things that people feel, you know, that it's not something they can control. So we're not suggesting you can control all of those things, right? But If there's something within your control, you know, then take action on it as you can. And certainly connection is huge with that. So having, you know, even just one person that you can connect with, that you can rely on, give a phone call to, you know, that I think is, is really helpful. I know for me personally, when I've had some, I I remember periods in my, mostly in my mid twenties, mid to late twenties, perhaps, um, very, very depressed time. Like it was just, and, and I mean, honestly, what got me through that was taking some a time out, taking like time for myself, like exclusively back then I was, you know, just a young woman. I didn't have children. I wasn't married. And um, I really had to though, take time out. Like I like just took time out for myself. I went and stayed with my dad for a period of time and just kind of left, was kind of just being alone and just kind of working some things out, you know? And it was also though, very helpful to have people to talk to. So like, you know, being able to uh, connect with a friend or two who could really just hear me out, you know, and, and just hear what I was going through and validate some of that. Um, and, you know, I, I, I certainly did um, also seek uh, support of a therapist too at that time. I think that's also important. And Lauren and I were just discussing that, I think last week, that there are times that you might need, you know, the support of a, a professional. Um, but anyhow, yes, I think looking for those signs and if you can connect with anyone, you know, who is that person? or people in your network that you can really rely on for those kind of, those unfortunate times, you know, those very challenging times. Correct. Like my close circle of friends, which is very small, like they know, you know, because 
I'm very transparent with them when it comes to this. And they've seen me like in that deep, dark space. So now they know, like if I'm not answering a phone call or sending a text or out and about, they kind of know also the signs where I might not be doing well. So they show up, they call, they check in and they understand that there's sometimes that like I am just going to have to go through, I call them episodes, but they know that I'm still okay, you know, but I just have to go through it and it could be two days, it could be a week, um, anything longer than that, then they know that we have to get help. Yeah. And, and I think Lauren and I mentioned this last time we were talking about this is that not all our friends are necessarily good for that kind of thing. So it sounds like you, you know, you know who your people are, right. And like, they know you and y'all know, you know, who you can rely on and stuff, but there are people in our lives, like friendship, friends play different roles sometimes, or, you know what I mean? Maybe friends have different skills and strengths and, and just, you know, you might have to have boundaries with certain friends on like, is that something they even can really support and support you through? You know what I mean? So I think it's important to, again, identify those relationships. You know what I mean? Identify those people in the relationships that, that can be supportive um, when we're struggling through hard times, because the fact of the matter is everyone is going to have rough patches, whether it's, you know, a diagnosable uh, depression, or if it's, you know, going through grief, you know, or whatever it is, like, there are things that we all uh, will rely on the support of, of friends and family, you know, and so it's just like, yeah, unfortunately, sometimes not everyone is good in those roles. And that's okay. Um, but it's, right. it's can be helpful to us to at least that be able to identify those people know who those people are. So when that when that time comes. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yes. Um, and then you mentioned social media and I was going to ask, cause I know sometimes you're, you're, again, you're open with, with kind of what you're going through and you share your stories and experience. So when you share on, on social media, some of your personal stuff, like, do you feel that that's helpful? Do you feel that's a way to connect with folks? Do you, what, what can you say about that? You know, and, or do you feel like social media is helpful to you? Or do you also feel like you sometimes just need a break and cut that out for a bit? I think we all need a break from social media sometimes because sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, there's some people that, you know, want to compare, you know, their lives to your lives or you're mm-hmm. like, I'm in a bad mood. They're doing great. And it might put you in a worse mood. Um, but as far as sharing my story on social media, I I don't have an issue doing with doing that because, you know, I'm hoping that sharing my story might help someone else who is going through this and is embarrassed or ashamed or does not have someone to turn to. Um, You know, just a couple of days, I, you know, posted a video that I did for a women's conference, you know, talking about my story and um, a suicide attempt that I had in 2010. And when it was presented at the women's conference, you know, I was just kind of like, okay, this is going to be shown to all these people and it's going to be available for people that I know that don't know my story, you know, like, how are they going to react towards me? Um, But it was so positive at the end. And I had so many women come up to me at the end of the conference stating that sharing my story helped them 
or they have thought of doing, you know, something to harm themselves. And, you know, sharing my story helped them to get help. And I'm always available to anyone who needs help. And I've you know, expressed that numerous times. Um, but I think sharing your story, you know, it can help somebody else who's going to know how to get the resources to help themselves. So right. for me, it's just important. I, I don't ever want to see somebody in their life because they think that it wasn't fixable because that only lasts for a little while. And then there's brighter days ahead. We just, we just have to just go through that storm. Mm -hmm. But at the end, you know, there's sunshine at the end of that. Yeah. It's so um, crazy for me to think back to this, but like you just said, again, it was probably in my mid to late twenties or something. And I literally said to the therapist I was seeing at the time, I was like, you know, I felt like my best days were behind me. Like I literally said that. Um, and I was, and I hear, like, I can't even believe that. You know what I mean? Like I think that I sat there yeah. on the couch, looked at her in her face <laughs> and told this person, you know, at me at like, say I was 28 years old. I thought my best days were behind me. Like I really believe that. And I believe too, that if I were to pass away, nobody cares. Like nobody really cares. Like, I mean, of course her life's going to get on. Who, who really cares? I mean, it's true. I, again, I didn't have kids, didn't have, a husband, my mom and dad were still around. It is just like, but you know, I just, I, I felt like that. And I know it sounds, it can sound crazy, but those are the kind of thoughts that are in our mind. And if we don't think about those things or process them more um, directly, I mean, that can lead you down a really terrible path, you know? I mean, it's just, I mean, I don't know. Again, I just think back to that, you know, sometimes it's like, wow, just wow. Like, I can't believe that's where my headspace was, you know? But right. It's um, you become your thoughts, you become mm -hmm. your thoughts and you start thinking everything, you know, because as moms, like we take care of everybody. We're the nurturers, we're the givers. And sometimes we don't have anyone to take care of us and we don't know how to look at, okay, like what's really going on with me? We just like, oh, this is just going to go by. Like this is going to pass. This is going to pass. But we really need to start doing better at self-care. Um, yeah. You know, that's stepping away somewhere, you know, reading a book. Um, and most importantly, just asking for help. Do not be prideful. Do not be scared. Um, you know, ask for help. You're always better together. Um, you know, grab your sisters, you know, and just let them know, like, I need help. And I guarantee you, 100% of the time, they're going to be there to help you. Yeah. So it's the important part is ask for help. Mm -hmm. yeah. Don't be afraid yeah, I think to reach out. I want to let Lauren chime in if she wants to, if you, if you want to chime in, Lauren, uh, no pressure. I was going to say too about the self-care thing that you and I've talked a lot about, of course. Yeah. But yeah. Ooh, am I going? Yes, we hear you. Mm -hmm. Okay, but I'm not echoing. A little bit, a little echo. Okay. Yeah, I think it's very important to, as an individual, be aware of when you're in these negative 
thoughts and either train yourself to change negative thoughts into positive thoughts or find a way to release the negative thoughts. So writing them in a journal or talking to a friend or a therapist. I think that is really important. It's like you've got to recognize and then you have to release or change it up. That's what I've been working on is when I catch myself in a negative thought, I try to change the spin on it and make it into a positive thought. Yeah, that's always good to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, journaling for sure can can be very therapeutic, um, especially if you're not one who really does want to talk to somebody right away. But even if you are, journaling can be a a first kind of go-to. And then you can, once you have time to process your own thoughts a little bit more, then you can maybe, you know, take that into a conversation with a friend or again, a therapist or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, with self-care, also, like, we, uh-huh, go, ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Like also with journaling, what you can do is you can go back and read mm-hmm. and see like what triggered it during that time. Like mm-hmm. what were my triggers? What made me feel sad? You know, and, you know, keeping a journal, like, cause I keep a journal. So I write down, I'm like, okay, this is like for me this the weirdest thing is that around this season I always get an episode and it had been a couple of years that I had one you know but I had one for example last week and I'm like why is it that it's every time around this year I feel like I just get hit like I have no reason to be sad no reason to be depressed but here I am in a dark space and you know i'm thinking is it because it's my birthday month you know it's a change of season you you know what's going on with work you know just different things so it just shows you like you can reread it and then look at it and say okay i won't do this or i need to maybe maybe i'm too busy during the season and i need to pull back and that might help so there's just a, journaling. You can reveal a lot in journaling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Um, I should journal more. When I have, I've done it kind of in, in bits and pieces. Like when I have, though, I have enjoyed it. But um, I was going to say with self-care, you know, because that is something I know, Lauren, I've talked a lot about this too. That's a word, you know, gets thrown around a lot. And oftentimes, you know, you see the pictures of the pedicures, manicures, and the wine and the food and the vacations and this and that the other like we really want to focus on or or promote at least or suggest or remind people whatever word you want to use there that self-care can really be low to no cost we're talking about self-care that is actually you know beneficial that doesn't require you to go spend money to feel better on yourself like it literally are, are things like you mentioned stephanie reading a book you know uh, taking a quiet time, uh, you know, journaling, Lauren, you know, um, movement. I'm a big proponent of movement uh, to get out of our mind, right? So like moving, you know, doesn't cost you anything to, you know, maybe you like to stretch, maybe you want to do a couple of yoga poses, you know, um, find YouTube, free YouTube, um, a channel, you know, with, yo- with yoga, you can, there's so many different things you go on a walk, you know, call a friend. So we really want to emphasize those uh, very accessible um, and and again affordable, meaning no cost to low cost, affordable ways to take care of ourselves because self care really is a daily ritual. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. we're talking about exactly. habits. 
people want to talk about self-care like it's a it's a reaction. Oh, you, you've run yourself to the ground or you're so depressed or you just got divorced or, you know, and then it's like, boom, you need self-care. And it's like, that's not really like, I don't think how it's supposed to work. Like we need to be caring for ourselves routinely, preferably daily, or at least a few times in the week where we are mindfully just in tune with ourselves, what our needs are, both our mental, physical, all our needs there. And just being able to do something about it in a, in a, in a, in a, in almost like small doses, even. Oh, yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. It I mean, have it's to even be like, like, yeah. You know, getting up and doing your hair and putting on makeup, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. those little things, if you're not yeah. used to doing it all the time, you know, because, you know, if you look better, you feel better and you do better. Um, but it's little things, you know, walking, dancing, like, oh my gosh, like, I love when you post your dancing videos because I'm just sitting here smiling, like, man, I, w- I want to do that. But, you know, like, I can't, I, you know, I was like, I just want to be free spirit and listen, just dance. I'm like, I love it because I used to love to dance. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like, I miss it. So that's one of the things that is actually on my self care list mm-hmm. is to learn, you know, like, bachata dancing or salsa mm-hmm. dancing mm-hmm. you know um but it, like you said it does not need to cost anything for self-care right. yeah and I want to just uh give you kudos as well because I like what you said there you know we sometimes especially me I'm a kind of a a little bit of a tomboy I guess in a way and I'm just like ah throw my hair together but I'm, you know I'm like most days <laughs> I do not look my best but like I do I do just want to say Stephanie yes you I like you know you you work on presenting yourself very nicely and 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 I like that I like seeing that and it does remind me and, and when I do put on lipstick or do my hair I'm like oh you know what this is actually kind of nice like <laughs> yeah. and uh so no and I you know that's the thing instead of like you know, because we could be, uh, for instance, Stephanie, two strangers just comparing ourselves to each other, right? We could sit here and be like, oh, why does she have to be all dressed up all the time? And why does she have to be this and that and the other? And why does she have to be dancing all the time? And who cares? And da, da, da. But see, that is, that, those are negative thoughts, right? Negative right. thoughts about other people. Those are things that keep us, keep us shallow, keep us down, right? Where well, yeah, and, exactly. They're like a reflection of what you feel bad about yourself, right? When you see someone that put in the effort that looks nice and you look like not nice, you're like, damn it. All right. I'm going to hate you, (laughs) you know, (laughs) so that I feel better that I didn't do that. When I was going through some depression, like after I came out, I looked back and it was like, Jesus, Lauren. Put on some makeup, <laughs> you know, but you do feel better when you look better or when you yeah. feel like you're looking confident. Yeah. And I think that's just, you know, what, what gifts can we take from one another? Mm-hmm. Right. Especially with a tool like social media, which you can see the good, mostly the good, but sometimes the ugly of people like good and bad and whatever. Right. But like, what can we take from each other that, that, enlightens our life that in, inspires us that moves us to be better for us not to be like that other person right not to be somebody else to be us but I don't know maybe just you know kind of just how do we benefit from other gifts that people put out in the world right instead of um, comparing and things like that because that again talking about mental wellness right if we feel good about ourselves ourselves we're more likely to feel good about other people and feel yeah. good about what they're doing regardless because it really has no bearing on our lives right oh, like yeah. so I don't know I just I know it's a little bit 
off, but it's, it's again, with that threat of social media and, and just, you know, yeah, we all see each other, you know, or at least some, some level of each other. And what can you take from those people in your life? You know, like, yeah, I, I appreciate the reminder, Stephanie, to, yeah, you know, maybe if I'm feeling not up for it, you know, I can still put on a nice outfit and maybe put on some makeup if I want to. And, you know, that might lift my spirit a little bit, you know? I think, yeah. hey, anything that works, man. <laughs> yeah. Anything that works. And then circling back to you said, like comparing and all that, you know, God made you for a purpose. You have a purpose. So just because you're not living the life that somebody else is living, doesn't mean that you don't have a purpose in this life. Be it a mom, be it a wife, be it a volunteer, be any of that. So, you know, I always tell people to see what they like to do or, and, you know, use that as being, you know, having that servant's heart to serve others. Um, for me too, that's also like one thing that I like to do to help me. Cause I'm like, well, I'm not even in a rep, but you know, someone has it worse off than me and it kind of puts things into perspective. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why, you know, and so, like you said, Lauren's like, start thinking positive thoughts and, you know, putting those positive words out there. So that's, kind of another thing that I do is being of yeah. service to others that's absolutely that I was going to ask that question here at the end about you know what do you do um yeah what do you do to take care of yourself so it sounds like yeah uh that service yeah is, is part of that as well uh service self-care what are some other things you do to again routinely you know take care of yourself I mean, and to ensure your mental wellness you know on my meds most importantly mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. make sure that I'm taking that and um you know it's like oh you're not embarrassed that people will know I'm like you know what I don't care yeah. everyone has a story everyone has a story and that this is my story and I'll you know I take medicine to help me feel better mm-hmm. um you know I speak to a therapist I speak to my older sister I speak to my very small circle of friends and be, and I'm very transparent with them. I'm very, there's no filter. And that's the important part is being filter free, telling it all, the good, the bad and the ugly. And that helps, you know, get, helps you get better. And, you know, just the, the whole process, you know, it's that for me, it's like having that grit and resilience to keep pushing forward, no matter how many bad days I'm having, you know, even though like, there's just days that I just, you know, want to stay in bed and not wake up. Um, I give myself a little bit of time to do that. And then I force myself and not everybody's like that. Everyone's different. Um, but if I didn't force myself, my family and my girlfriends would force me. Like Mm -hmm. one of my girlfriends, if I don't answer her phone call or text after so many days, she'll have the cops at my door. Oh boy. (laughs) Well, yeah. And you know, yeah, if that's, you know, they, y'all, y'all know what the deal is. So yeah, it's, you know, again, having people who know you because you're also your authentic self with those people, you know, exactly. Um, Exactly. The good, the bad, the the strong, the the sad, whatever it might be. Um, What else, uh, you know, we really do focus on on the various aspects of wellness, or we, we touch upon that a lot. Um, anything else we want to close out with for today, um, again, with May being Mental Health Awareness Month, just 
wanting to remind mamas to check in with themselves primarily, check in with themselves primarily, listen to their bodies, look out for signs, listen to their mind and bodies and look out for signs that, you know, something might be askew, you know, connect with the people in your life that are supportive and helpful, um, non-judgmental. And if you need additional support, certainly reach out to um, a professional, a licensed therapist. Um, but what would you ladies uh, like to close with today um, for this episode? I guess I'll start with for you, me, Stephanie. Like part of my, part of my, okay, part of my, you know, depression and anxiety and all of that deals from PTSD. So I always have to remind myself that it's not about what's wrong with me, but it's what happened to me and how I'm fixing me, you know, how I'm getting better. Um, so don't do the blame game or, you know, like be the, I guess, like the victim, you know, fight through that, get the help. Do not be embarrassed or scared to get the help, you know, and talking to somebody about this, you know, there's so many people that love you and want you around and need you. So don't let the embarrassment and shame of mental health prevent you from getting help. Yeah. And Lauren, how about you? Um, yeah, I would agree with that. I would just say like, you know, every day, either say it in your, out loud or to yourself or write it in your journal, a gratitude, something that you're happy for. Um, and, and take notice of the world around you and not to feel pity on other people and be like, man, look at, you know, this homeless person on the corner. I got it better than them. I'm doing okay. So take that time, be grateful. And also every day, tell yourself that you love yourself and mean it. Like really say it and say it a few times throughout the day um, because you ha it has to start with you. And there's nothing outside of you, where you live, who you work with, who you're married to. If you're not happy with you and loving you, then you can't receive it from anywhere else. So tell yourself yeah. that. And that would be what I would say. So good, yeah. Lauren. That is very powerful for sure. It does start with you. It starts with each of us. And at this moment, we all know someone's doing maybe doing better and someone's probably doing worse than anyone you know on this call or listening and and that's okay that's life but just be grateful you know be grateful in the moment and definitely reach out for for help for support for guidance um, if mamas need anything you can always reach out um, to mama wears pants and we can connect you with someone um, you know if you just don't know kind of where to turn like we are happy to do that um, so until next time um, do take care, prioritize yourself, prioritize your health. Um, it does start with you and stay bold, mama. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we would love to get to know you in the Mama Wears Pants community. Learn more and apply at mamawearspants.com. Stay bold, mama.